1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: TheChairShot.com
1: TheChairShot.com Always
2: Always
1: Use your
0: head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head
2: Good Tuesday morning and welcome back to Chair Shot Radio. My name is PC Tunney. I want to thank you all for tuning in to everything on Chair Shot Radio Network can find that on all of your favorite streaming platforms and right there at thechairshot.com where we encourage you to enjoy your day the chair shot way by always using your head. Let's get right into it. Happy Tuesday once again. Hope you got your coffee. Maybe had some eggs and bacon. I know after this, bro, I'll be making a breakfast burrito, eggs, potatoes, and chorizo. But right now you're listening to Chair Shot Radio. Sorry. little, little, little RK bro love there. Absolutely loving that tag team. Let's, let's talk a few things hell in a cell. How about it? First of all, I think Monday Night Raw has delivered the last two weeks. I really like the kind of the variances of a few storylines they're doing. We'll get into that. SmackDown was excellent as well. And I'm looking forward to some really good matches. I know the card is only slightly full currently. We have two women's and two men's matches. Apparently Alexa Bliss has mind control now. She's going to have a match against Shayna Baszler. I think that could be a very good match. I hope they actually do a little bit of wrestling. I like the different style that Alexa had last night on Raw. A little bit of that kind of creepy, crawly, evasive, maneuvering. um, The body style of of movement was excellent, especially on Nia where she was grabbed a hold of but able to slither her way around to the backside of Naya and and put in a headlock or something like that. So, very interesting development there for the Alexa Bliss character. I hope it continues. I like the different style even though it is a continuation of the Fiend only female version, but we'll see. They they've been tweaking it and we'll see what happens there. You got to you got to have some kind of mythical uh, mythical characters, right? So, we'll see what happens continue to suspend that disbelief. Bianca Belair and Bailey will be a match at, at Hell in a Cell as well. Boy, the, the segment on SmackDown on Friday with uh, Seth Rollins on the Ding Dong Hello show was absolutely hilarious. I, I loved it. You got Cesaro popping through the door and, and giving one to Seth Rollins as well. I enjoyed that. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. It's just kind of getting a little boring to me. It's getting a little old. It's getting a little played out. I understand they're going to get in the ring and have a heck of a match. I, I would guarantee you that. The whole swords as props thing, let's get into that a little bit. Not a big fan. Xia Lee did it at NXT in your house as well. It's like, I don't know. I, I suppose it's supposed to emit some kind of characteristic of, of who you are as a character, but it just really isn't doing it for me. The Kind of the same thing with that... Balloon that metal balloon staff of of Apollo Crews. I, I'm just I'm just not in on those things. We'll see I, I I guess that's not for me That's just supposed to be an advancement of their character. I, I get them them a little bit more over Personally not in love with it I'm interested to see where they're gonna go with Bobby Lashley You'd have to imagine that he'd be done with Drew McIntyre at some point here Unless the belt goes back to McIntyre then we can stretch this all the way out to SummerSlam Boy, I hope that doesn't happen the one match I am really looking forward to that was announced is Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio in the Hell in a Cell. I heard some people question, why would you do that? Well, it's just going to be an advancement, once again, like we're talking about here, of character. It's going to be another way for Roman to show you that he's a bad guy. we got to be getting somewhere with Jimmy and Jay here. There has to be some involvement, like Roman takes it too far and Jimmy comes out and Jay's out there helping, and is this the time that Jimmy acknowledges Roman and becomes his second right-hand man, or is this the time where Jay and Jimmy walk away from Roman? Something to that effect, to that storyline, one way or the other, is going to present itself to us at Hell in a Cell through the Roman Reigns Rey Mysterio match. I love the way they're using the opportunity to have great camera work and not show you everything that you would be able to see live, right? How about Roman throwing Dominic out of the ring? Clearly, he did not throw him out of the ring, onto his back like that, onto the ramp, or even onto the floor where the, where those those hard rubber mats are. There was a crash mat there. There had to have been. But the ability to present that to you on television right now before they go live touring, it's there. So why not use it? The people that are on those LED boards, they're only seeing the TV broadcast that you're seeing. So nobody, as a fan, is seeing what actually happens at the rest of that exit from the ring of Dominic Mysterio. It's a, great, it's a great way to show you and suspend your disbelief by not seeing the end result there. And it's a great way to get Roman over as a real asshole, right? Truly the best storyline in the game, Roman Reigns and the bloodline. And truly the best wrestler in the world. In the ring, out of the ring, on the mic... You know, it, Roman Reigns is just knocking it out of the park. And kudos to Paul Heyman, who continues to deliver a, a, another variant of the Paul Heyman persona. It, it's really fun to watch. I put out a poll the other day. who Who's the who's the greatest manager of all time in professional wrestling history? Heenan and, Heenan and Heyman are really going to be the argument there. Don't underestimate Jimmy Hart. The mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. It, it, I'm not saying he's the best ever, but go back and look at all the people he managed and the significance he had. And, of course, I threw in there Miss Elizabeth just because. Got to be the most prominent female manager of all time. Some of the greatest storylines in wrestling history come from the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. So there you have it. A few early thoughts here as we get into this pre-Hell in a Cell week, post-NXT in your house. NXT in your house, it was okay. The matches were solid. I just, they got to find something better to do with that men's championship greg demarco said it best Kieran cross is not an nxt guy he is such a main roster guy so we'll see where they go from there you did see regal come out and say that maybe his time has run its course as the general manager in so many words he said that uh and and samoa joe is back we all know that we all know the hesitancy of wwe let him get back in the ring so Maybe he'll get back in the ring some point if he can get cleared, but you'd have to think that this GM role, being up for grabs possibly, would lead to a nice on-air character for Samoa Joe. And you know that you could always, always turn that into a big match at some point. Hopefully Joe can get cleared and and wrestle some matches, because I would imagine that's what he wants to do. I would imagine physically he is there and able to go out and get those matches. It's just whether or not the concussion clearance can happen for him because we all know we want him to be safe and in the ring joe one of our one of my personal favorites as well so we'll see what happens tonight on nxt i do have some sports i want to talk to you about a little bit but before we get there head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot pick yourself up that chair shot t-shirt chris Platts gonna owe me one shortly so you know go out there make a bet like hey I, I think England's going to win Euro Cup, and this guy picks Germany. All right, well, if one of them wins, I owe you a Chair Shot t-shirt. Because let me tell you, Chair Shot t-shirts right there at ProWrestling.com, forward slash the Chair Shot, they make a great gift as well. I'll be right back, folks.
0: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com
2: is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your
1: head.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to
2: our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. ChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back to the Tuesday morning edition of ChairShot Radio. PC Tunny with you here. You can find me at PC Tunny right there on the Twitter, Facebook, all over TheChairShot.com. We thank you for your listenership. ChairShot Radio Network all your favorite streaming platforms and right there at thechairshot.com make sure to always use your head tons of things going on in the sporting world right now it's just you got the nhl playoffs you get the nba playoffs we got the us open coming up this weekend we just had the french open you're gonna have wimbledon kudos to novak Djokovic winning a couple matches from down two sets to love down one set Right away to Rafa, Rafa Nadal, the greatest clay court player of all time there in the semifinals. And then getting it done, being down two sets to, to Titsipas. I mean, it was a great match. It was a great match. And that's 19 majors now for Novak Djokovic. I believe he's one behind Federer. Federer played in the French, dropped out after the third to focus on the grass court situation. So I, Fed's got to be close to the end. He is probably the greatest... Him and Sampras are two of the greatest grass court players of their generation. And maybe he thinks that's his last shot to win a major. So we'll have to see moving forward to Wimbledon. But for now, Novak Djokovic has the first half of the Grand Slam, having won the Australian and now the French. With the Wimbledon coming up next month and the U.S. Open in September. So there can be there is history possibly in the making in the world of professional tennis as well, and a lot of nice up-and-comers on the American side if you're trying to get into American tennis as well, men's and women's. So things to watch out there on the tennis scene. Moving on over to golf, Phil Mickelson will try to complete his career Grand Slam at the U.S. Open, where he has finished second, but just not first in the past. They are playing at Torrey Pines. Phil has played Torrey Pines his entire life. It's a course he knows well, but you put those... USGA, US Open conditions uh, in there, longer rough, narrower fairways, harder conditions, really difficult to get the ball to check up into the greens. It's going to be a fun weekend. I personally would love to see the USGA take their best rivalry and put them in the same grouping on Thursday and Friday. Brooks Koepka, Bryson DeChambeau, it is no secret they don't like each other and they're not afraid to talk about it. But as Kepka said, it is good for the game. You do see golf on a lot of media outlets between these two guys, bickering back and forth. I'd love to see nothing more than them be paired up right away. If not, let's hope that that, you know, the, the the cosmic fate will collide and they will be able to find their way into a grouping on Saturday or Sunday. I think it would be great for golf. John Rahm is your favorite to win. We all know John Rahm recently tested positive for COVID nineteen a few tournaments ago. And had a six-shot lead going into the last round, and as he walked off of 18 after the third round, they informed him he had tested positive. I, I feel bad to him, but only bad for him, but only to a certain extent, because apparently the PGA stopped testing for COVID for players who had been vaccinated. Now you can't tell me John Rahm hasn't had an opportunity to get vaccinated prior to this. He wouldn't have been vac, he wouldn't have been tested if he was already vaccinated. So I guess my lesson of the day then for for anyone that's out there in a field that is uh making a lot of money as these golfers would when winning a championship or just you know making the cut go get your vaccination you're not only you know risking health but you're risking your pocketbook look at what happened to rom so very interesting scenario there i mentioned the nhl playoffs we're into the final four there check out that coverage every monday Dave Ungar, Patrick O'Dowd. I know my lightning are down one nothing to the Islanders. But uh, go back and listen to them yesterday. If you didn't, they're going to have you covered next week as well. They do a great job. Every Monday morning, Chair Shot Radio, they got you covered NHL through the end of the playoffs. On the NBA side, yeah, we've been kicking it real hard, NBA playoffs at three-man weave. Uh, myself, Ray Cash, and Chris Platt, you can check us out tomorrow night. We'll have some more NBA talk and hit some other sporting events as well. Last night, the Clippers tie up the series. The Clippers are immune to losing at home in games three and four this year. And unfortunately, they succumb on the road to the first two games. So that's the way their series have gone. Kawhi Leonard steps up. They're looking to get Paul George into more of a point guard role. We'll see. Can Donovan Mitchell take this Utah Jazz to the conference finals? We shall see. The Suns are awaiting them. Chris Paul and the Suns. Great Game for a performance against, for Chris Paul. 37.7 assists to knock out and close out the Denver Nuggets in a sweep. Could this be the year of destiny for Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns? We shall see. Uh, if you're worried about the extra rest they're going to have, I'd say they'd take that. Especially for an older Chris Paul. A guy who's had a little bit of a shoulder problem. Let him get himself right because whether it's the Clippers or the Jazz, that's going to be one battle of a Western Conference Final. The Atlanta Hawks, you know, last night, that's some grit right there. The 76ers were basically in control of that game for at least most of the second half. And the way they came back, I mean, they were down 13, 14 points in the second half, and Trey Young, to bring them back, had a number of assists last night. I mean, the guy, playoff high. Playoff high for Trey Young last night, 18 assists. Career high as well. 25 points in addition. Bogdanovich throws in 22. The Hawks are some team that is very formidable with a very, very good coach in Nate McMillan. Joel Embiid putting in a decent performance. Not a great shooting night in the second half, though. 0 for 13, ends up with 17 points, but 21 rebounds. It's interesting because if Tobias Harris isn't scoring the ball at a really excellent clip, and he only had 20 last night, Embiid has a bad night. It's hard because Ben Simmons is not the scorer that you want him to be. He does it in so many other aspects. Embiid must have the most benign meniscus tear of all time because that guy is still out there doing it every single night. But Atlanta holds serve at home. They still they stole one in Philly and then they they gave it back, but they held court. So we're two to two in that series. We'll see what happens moving forward. Tonight, Milwaukee Bucks against the Kyrie and Hardenless Brooklyn Nets. I told y'all, I know the Bucks went down 2-0, but I told y'all, wait till Monday morning, it's gonna be a different narrative, and sure enough, it is. Who's to say whether or not the Bucks would have held court in game four if Kyrie would have not gotten injured? But if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have an NBA championship. We'll see what happens. The Bucks almost in a must win situation here. You can't let Brooklyn think that they can beat you without those guys. It's getting more physical. The Bucs are going to have to continue to get physical and get excellent play from Chris Middleton, in my opinion. The Bucks are a team that can play defense. They can beat you by scoring 120 or holding you under 100. So we'll see. Nets not dead. It's still tied 2-2. And Kevin Durant is the most dominant scorer in the NBA right now. One of the greatest scorers of all time in NBA history. Before I go today, I just want to give you a little driving PSA. Um, I I don't care whether you're a man or a woman. I don't care if you're young, middle-aged, or old. I I don't care what race you are or religion you are. I don't care what kind of car you drive. Put the phone down. Put it down. Just put it down. It can wait. At the least, you're going to piss off someone else on the road because you're not paying attention. And at the worst, well, we all know that what the worst could be so just do me a favor use your head and when you're driving pay attention put the phone down you're in control of a two-ton missile put down the phone use your head all right that's all i got for you today i want to thank you once again for tuning in to chair Shot radio five days a week monday through friday Mondays, you know it, you're going to get Patrick O'Dowd and Dave Ungar. Tuesdays, me or Greg DeMarco. You're just going to have to tune in and find out. Wednesdays, Greg DeMarco, usually Miranda, possibly Patrick sometimes. Uh, Greg has great takes on his own as well once in a while. Thursdays, midweek mainstay, Ray Cash and Mags, the big fish over there, Darren Kirkby across the pond. And I'm right back on Fridays for you. Chair Shot Radio, five days a week, right there on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Once again, my name is PC Tony. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. Pick yourself up a t shirt and enjoy your day the Chair Shot way by using your head.